Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hey, we're back. I can't believe it. I think I just woke up from a dream. That's what it feels like. (laughs) (laughs) When was the last time we saw each other? What day is it? Well, I mean, we see each other all the time, but... The episodes, as far as recording, we, um, our last episode. How do you feel about that? <laughs> when did we last see each other? October, I think. No, we recorded in October, but we see each other every, almost every day. That's true. That's true. Yes. That's important. Um, no, so last episode, uh, we ended the box building series in October. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened. Yeah. We went on layoff. We're back season four. With gusto and enthusiasm. Yeah, I, I, it sort of feels like um, back in October, COVID was still a thing, but now COVID is, mm, I think everyone's just like over it. Like airlines were like, you can wear your mask if you want to wear your mask. Like you don't need to wear it. Now it just feels like, okay, we're back to like full steam ahead in every aspect of our lives. Yeah. Uh, at least that's how I feel. I feel like I can't even with time anymore. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's that I've just fallen out of practice with the social circuit or what I don't know but I, I I cannot wrap my brain around how quickly this year is moving and I don't think I'm alone in that Mm-mm. this is something that I, I almost start every conversation with with my clients is they're like what day is it yeah <laughs> who am I what am I doing yeah like I know god I feel that on a deep level yeah it, it sort of feels like COVID you know everybody had a, a moment to sort of like relax and reconnect back to family mm-hmm. and um and now it's like turning those engines back on and like fully getting back up to speed feels like, oh, uh, you know, it's like, yeah. here we go. Yeah. I think, but also, I think you're also, fe- you're also hitting like, like bumps. Like mm-hmm. people are like, do I really want to go back to doing that? I was going to say, yeah, I like, think there's a lot of like, <laughs> you know, 2021 was this push and pull around getting back to quote unquote normal. And there were false starts in there and people were really just trying to find their feet mm-hmm. post the blip, yeah. or it, you know, really at the tail end of the blip. And now this year, I think there's this, this momentum to try and get back in full tilt, but on, on some level, people don't really want to. Mm. And so I'm noticing a lot of it, you know, and again, I, I reference back my clients, but also feeling, you know, personally, it's like, God, I don't, I don't know that I want to go back to hustling that hard. Uh, I don't know that I want to go back to or that the hustle changes, right? Yeah. Like the hustle, I, it's weird. Cause I, I'm a like certifiable, like addicted to work type of person. Like Shocking. I, yeah, weird. Um, <laughs> I like love just to work and sometimes it's productive and sometimes it's not productive. Um, but I'm now finding now for myself after being actually COVID was a, a time that I felt like I was on turbo drive. Like yeah. I got to a point where I was like, well, my business, like if I don't go into turbo drive, my business will close. Like, and we were also Rhapsody, you know, we're, we're ending our fourth year now, mm-hmm. but when COVID started, we were in our second year. Totally. And it's been 50% of our existence. Yeah. yeah. And I look at that and I'm like, well, shit, if I can survive a global pandemic and like bear batting down the hatches, is that what the term is called yeah. batting down the hatches. Like I can survive anything, but now taking a step back and getting past the pandemic and getting back to that normal, I'm sort of like stepping back and being like, 
Alan, great. Like you worked really hard through the last two years and you really set your business up for success with your husband. And, but like, I want to go walk on Sullivan's beach. Yeah. Like I want to go like spend time. Yeah. You know, I think, well, I think a couple things. One, I think I've learned that I am very comfortable being hyper productive. Mm. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is an easy place for me to default and sit and spend my time. <laughs> and when I have to step back and I have <laughs> to do things just for me, or I have to be alone with my thoughts and stuff mm. like that. I, I really struggle with that. Um, and so that, that was a big learning experience for me in the pandemic was like, you know, and I know we talked about this was that, you know, I'm used to thinking three months ahead, a quarter ahead. Like that's, that's Mm -hmm. the the space I play in. I'm very rarely here and now. Mm -hmm. And it was, that's exactly where you had to exist for the better part of a year. And that was really difficult for me to, to, you know, have that hard reset. Yeah. And now that, you know, again, we're, we're emerging on the other side of this thing and there feels like a lot of pressure and pull to get back to that. I find I'm resisting it because I don't, I think at the end of the day, we absolutely cannot expect that we've gone through that experience and come out on the other side unchanged. <laughs> totally. That's why I think you can't say it's, it gets back to normal. You know, yeah. I, I think normal is new. It's the new normal. Right. And, um, you know, I'm the same way as you. I'm, I'm such a taskmaster. You know, my, my every day I have my list. I have my Monday list, my Tuesday list, my Wednesday list. I knock them out. I have to clear out my text messages every day. I have to end the day with no text messages in my inbox. I have to clear out my emails. You know, it has to have like zero. The number has to be zero. So I like, I know. Welcome to my life. It's it's just a thing. It's like that literally like if, if I don't, if I don't complete my tasks, get my emails in order for the day, I I can't sleep well. Yeah. But what, what I, you know, my, the theater industry, we, we, you know, was basically non-existent for almost two years. Mm And, you know, we went from a very large office to a very few of us. And, and granted, I, I don't think I've ever worked that hard because it was all about finding a way to bring the industry back and how we're going to operate in the current conditions of dealing with COVID and, and everything else. Um, you know, it, uh, it, it, I still had time to sort of reconnect, you know, reconnect to my family and reconnect to, to where we live. It's like we live in one of the most beautiful places in the U S and it's so easy to take that for granted. But you know, once you go out and drive across a bridge, you're like, Oh wow, I live here. Yeah. And it's just finding, mm-hmm. finding those moments to poke your head up, to poke your head up and be like, okay, let's get out of the computer. And I, I've even like gotten to the point, like we'll go to dinner. I'll just leave my phone at home. Yeah. You know, because Love if it. not, it, it just can suck you in so easy. So yes, since, Theater has reopened. You know, I, I my first show opened I, in October, right? As the podcast um, went on hiatus, and I've never worked harder in my two decades in this industry. Harder since October to now, I've never worked this hard. Yeah. It's been insane, yeah. but I am finding and appreciate those moments that I would just not take advantage of before. Mm-hmm. So I try to maximize those moments and it's really made, you know, a a difference and also like a mental health difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I also think that you're seeing 
to in the theater industry, the like it's almost magnifying that new normal, right? Because having just speaking personally, like thinking back when I was in theater back in my day, um, <laughs> I'm like I sound like I'm fifty. Um, you know, back you in my day, are. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am thirty six. I did turn thirty six. He did. Um, uh, you know, thinking about theater back in the day, like theater's not a easy profession to be in, you know, working eight shows a week, going in. And if you're, if you're an understudy or if you're a swing, you have rehearsals during the day. So, you know, and if, and these, and the, and the tours as well that are out now, like some of them are bus and truck tours that are stopping at single cities a night. And in a one week they'll, they may be in like three or four or five cities. Yeah. And so, you know, again, going back to your point and to your point that, you know, we had these two years of re like reestablishing, like, okay, well, the only thing that we can be in now is in the moment because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we don't know what tomorrow is going to be. Sure. And so now you have everyone coming back into that old normal and being like, Ooh, this doesn't necessarily fit. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. I mean, it's also, it's like you walk into any business right now and and nationwide and probably worldwide, you know, there's a staffing issue. Yeah, there's a hiring now. Yeah. You know, you walk into a Starbucks, you walk into a Chipotle, you walk into a hotel and it's not what it was. Mm -mm. And and the businesses across the board, including ours and including theater, are having a real staffing challenge. And... um, so the level of quality that you had before, because now people have a bunch of new employees mm-hmm. is just not there. And that consistency is not there that you're used to. So you're right. So like when you're on tour and every meal is coming from a restaurant, that's not necessarily back to full steam to every hotel that's set dormant for two years and has trouble with cleaning staff. Those hotels that used to be great hotels aren't so much anymore. Mm-hmm. And you go to work in a theater to where, you know, like on the something like what, 28, 29 percent of uh, the stagehands union, the IA left the industry during COVID. You know, that's a third of that union. And so, you know, when you deal with the staffing shortages that are on the theater side, when you're traveling out there, that's hard. Yeah. You know, and also you've got a bunch of new managers on shows. You've got young people, which is great. And they're, but it's, it's a real challenge. Um, but with all that in mind, what I have to remind myself of every day when I wake up is how thankful I am that our industry is back to work. Mm. Mm-hmm. For you sure. know, because it was an industry literally decimated. I have friends that were in this industry for many, many years that are no longer in the industry. They're just gone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I call this whole thing the blip. But even with all the sort of external pressures and and that 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 we go through to 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 be on the road and, and people to travel with shows or to do shows in New York and on Broadway, it's um it's challenging and there are a lot of external factors that are that are really, really daunting right now. But we're back. We you are know, audiences are coming back, theaters are starting to fill up again. Um, and it's good. Mm. It's good. And, you know, we're going to get through this and, um, here in a year, it's going to be better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's it, when we were talking about earlier about not going back to normal, COVID is now normal. Yeah. You I, know, this is just going to be something we, we, we live with and it's going to be part of life. Yes. Yeah. So, so like flu. 
Yeah, it's literally. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be, it's just, you that's know. exactly what it is. And that mindset is shifting, right? I mean, and we're getting there to like, okay, this is something else we're going to deal with, yeah. just like having the flu. And that's okay. Um, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, theater's back. Theater's back strong. Yeah. You know, and, and businesses are back with Augusto. I mm-hmm. think it's, you know, a lot of the the landscape that I'm working in right now is people are are getting back to a place where they're actually looking at their businesses, whereas, you know, 2020 was about, you know, batting down the hatches and, like, mm-hmm. you know, just try to keep the ship afloat. And then 2021 was this frenzy to get back what was lost, or at least that's, that's how it felt, was mm-hmm. this, I've got to make up for X, Y, and Z that didn't happen in this past year. Yeah. And now in 2022, the conversations that... I'm having among small business owners and entrepreneurs is, you know, I really haven't built on my business in two years. Like I haven't added new products or services. I haven't diversified. I haven't done a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I'm guilty of this. Like I was, right. <laughs> I was looking at front and center's assets and I was like, that photo is two years old and I look different now. <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, You're married. I am married. Is you got a, married since we were last I on. <laughs> I know. Married life. Put a couple. It was great. White it was, it was an amazing wedding. Oh, oh my god! It, it, it was amazing. It was beautiful in your backyard. It was. Oh my god! In that wedding dress. So Mary Beth, <gasps> it was like dress. a painting. You were like a painting. Bless you. But yes. like that was being like sold for like. Fifteen million dollars. Damn straight. That's right. <laughs> so Mary Beth is that bought an expensive painting. Yes, yeah, okay, very okay. expensive. Do you have that kind of money? I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't have those paintings yeah, in my house. <laughs> so Mary Beth bought a a fixer upper. Yeah. In one of the most upcoming areas in the Charleston, the greater Charleston area called Park yes, Circle. We call her the jewel box. The jewel box. And you, you did like a serious renovation. I mean, you went, you went down. I mean, she sh- you showed me photos and it was like dirt. I mean, yeah. you, they took the floors very out. aggressive. To, to, to <laughs> the ground. It's very aggressive. Yeah. But you got it completely redone and it's stunning. And the oh, wedding was in your backyard. It was. Under giant trees. It was. It was very, um, uh, you know, and, our original plan, because Steve and I got engaged the day before stay-at-home orders were issued. Mm-hmm. We're both small business owners. I know. <laughs> look at your face. Like this is this is a true story. I was like, I was like, wow. Like, it I was, was a thinking Tuesday back. like any other, and then the next day the the world stops. Oh my um, gosh! And so, you know, we, much like so many couples who were in that time and trying to plan weddings, we had an original idea and our original idea was we're going to go abroad and elope. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we get through that, the 2020 and that experience and what that was. And we were, (laughs) we were sitting on our back deck and we're looking out at the dogs running around and the orange tree in the the yard and kind of halfway joking. I turned to Steve and I was like, what if we got, married right over there. And he was like, I love that idea. And, you know, I think so much of it, like now that we've had the experience and it really was, it was so perfectly imperfect and our favorite people in the world were there. And it was pretty awesome. Every time I walk out into my backyard, like I picture that table and I, I mean, it's just, you know, like there's, I can't even put into words how special that moment and experience was. And we'll always have that at our home. 
And I think that it wasn't our original idea because we lacked imagination. Right. You know, I just, right. I, I couldn't, I couldn't have begun to fathom what that experience would feel like mm -hmm. in that moment. And so it was, it was very special. It was, all the dogs were there. Those goons. Oh How many? You, you, you have three, right? We have three idiots. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Yes. <laughs> They, they truly are, aren't they? They're they just, are. Yeah. God, they're clowns. Yeah. Just a total clown car. So we have three, and our friend Colin is leaving his place and moving into our place. And so we're going to have five chaos pit bulls yeah, as of kennel. May, May we're, 1st. Yes. It's no longer a home. It's they're a running the show now. It's a zoo. They're running so the show. So there's, there's four boys and one girl, and it's insane. And Poor but we're in the process of buying a house. I know. A little drop of estrogen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in the process of buying a house right now because we just got to get to a place that has a big backyard what so that they that can like, like buying right now yeah. in this market. Yeah. <laughs> not for the faint of heart. It's I not for imagine. the faint of heart. You know, it's um there's some great stuff out there because there are people that are really doing some really cool renovations right now. Mm -hmm. But of course, pricing is up, up, up. Yes. Um, but you can get stuff, but you know, like everything's going to be over asking, mm -hmm. you know, to get it. And, and we, and we're, we're understanding what, what our big focus has been the last couple months is just really identifying where we want to be and what neighborhoods. Yeah. And then of course, you know, as in most places, traffic and making sure that we're able to get where we we're not to stuck get. on the other side of a bridge that's hard to get over, you know, yeah. in, in prime traffic time. So yeah. just figuring out all of that, but it's, it's going well. I mean, we're going to see more houses today, so yeah. we're hoping to have something done by, you know, June, July. Now, do you want to take on the fixer upper? Absolutely not. Okay. So this, <laughs> this is our, no, here, 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 but here's the parameters. So, we, this is our second home. We, we, we bought a home in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, that was a renovation project. And, and we were renovating. I'm getting hives. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's true. Yeah. We were, um, we renovated this home in Florida. And it's beautiful, beautiful home mm -hmm. um, while we were on tour with Les Mis. So doing a remote renovation mm -mm. is really, really challenging. We did have someone on the ground that helped us, but it was really hard and we yeah. we renovated that house eventually sold that house so this one like i'm willing to do like obviously the exterior we'll do all the landscaping and fencing obviously, and all that yeah. i don't want to be like okay we have to rip out this entire kitchen well, that, I mean, you say that, that was, I mean, in, in our case, that wasn't necessarily what we wanted to lead with, but we had, we had the bugs. So oh <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're the, just so like, the oh, unexpected. Shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, we, I think I'm willing to do some like minor quote unquote things. Yeah. But Lipstick <laughs> and rouge sort of deal. I'm sort of like, <laughs> oh, we're going to switch out that light. We're going to like mm -hmm. put another vanity I just don't want to be like, oh, we're going to take up all the floors like you yeah. did. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. With the five dogs, it was like, oh. Yeah. But maybe, yeah. you know, we're looking there there's some really cool stuff on the market now that we're trying to to figure out, but yeah. um it's good. We We've need it for the dogs focus, more than though, anything. Which is cool. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just, it's just been an interesting problem. I just I'm now to a point where I'm in Charleston and I want a yard. Like yeah. I've lived in a city for the last like 17, 18 years like being in New York and then being down here and like living in downtown downtown areas i'm like i want a backyard to where i can like run around naked if i want 
Yeah. And not be arrested, you know? Yeah. That's only been <laughs> once in New York City. Only having the one time, but still. Only, yeah, but still, you know. We live in such a cool Charleston single downtown now, but, you know, there's no yard. I mean, it's yeah. like we live, you know, in, yeah. in the neighborhood. And you're kind of right on top of yeah. each other. And I think, you know, we, I, I will say we 100% bought our house for the yard. Yeah. And namely for the dogs. Yeah. It, uh, it's really their their world. We just live in it. For sure. Um, but I, I am, I'm a firm believer that location and land, like if you check those two boxes, the, mm-hmm. the rest you can figure out. Yeah. But already from when you bought your home to now, the equity that you have in your home is in- incredible. Oh, we, we looked out with that. Yeah. 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 I we mean, couldn't. Y- they, you got in at the perfect time. Or like by the hair of our chinny chin chin. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, we are, we're seeing houses on our street that are going on the market and Steve and I just look at each other and think. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. here in about five years, do an upgrade, move somewhere else, sell Listen, that. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> is that I'm it? on nearly a full acre in Park Circle. That's like, amazing. That, like, we Your backyard stuck is our enormous. ginger stake in the ground, yeah. and we are not going anywhere. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That backyard's huge and amazing. All the potentials. Yes. And I can run around naked back there and no well, one sees me. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when. Not that we've tested the theory. Just you and I running around naked out there. <laughs> like, they are weird friends. <laughs> we're going to give them a wide berth. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what that is. Don't want to be a part of it. Well, we went We went to, uh, so we, uh, between October and now too, we also did a two-week vacation in Hawaii. We hadn't been back since before yeah. we opened Rhapsody. And you didn't take me. Not and, that I'm bitter I know, I'm that. sorry. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, uh, but Hawaii is also a place where I could very easily just purchase a condo and be like, y'all, I'm out. I'll see you in two weeks. Right. And just like split my just time. Be on a beach with your coconut drink. For real. For real. Disappear. It's, it's yeah. one of it's I my... I love that y'all took that trip, though. It that was, was great. the first... Was that the first like... No, literally, y'all, the, 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 the previous time that we were... In, we, we normally, prior to opening the gym we go to Hawaii every year that's mm-hmm. been always the thing but the last time that we went was like April of 2018 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we moved in May of 18 from New York City to Charleston yeah. opened the gym in July so it was like our, that was the last real like vacation vacation that we had taken mm-hmm. and then the last time we were in Hawaii like that's when I got my call my dad had passed away so it was like I got on a plane from Hawaii back to Texas and it was just like insane. So that was like my last memory of being on the islands. Yeah. But to go back for two weeks was, was amazing. Yeah. Incredible. And we, um, our friend Colin went with us who had never been before. So we kind of did a bunch of Island hopping that we would normally not do because we've been to, we've been everywhere, but we started in Oahu, of course, at the Disney resort, the Aulani, Of course. you know, I have, you know, vacation club had to go for a few days to the (laughs) Aulani because it's amazing. But, um, it was really cool in um, in Oahu because we went up to the North Shore to uh, go out with One Ocean Diving with Ocean Ramsey. You should check out Ocean Ramsey on Instagram. You know, I'm sure you've seen videos. She's the one like she'll be down with a tiger shark and it'll come to her. She'll just like push it by the nose and redirect it out of the way. So it's incredible. It was incredible. incredible. So incredible. We got we, and she's so sexy too. She's beautiful. She was a, she, she like, was a model. Yeah. And I don't now, like ladies, and, but I she's sexy. Yeah, she's she's amazing, <laughs> and and you know this incredible um, 
conservation conservation how you say it conservationist yeah. Yeah. uh and 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 shark educator um and just really helping it was so funny because we were out there on the boat like headed out to the dive site and she was talking to us about you know i she just puts you at such ease being around these sort of apex animals Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, she's like, okay, we're going to slide off in the water. Yeah, there's no cages. This is just like, you're just out there with her. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. just swimming. And, and <laughs> we, 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 we slid off in the water. I'm nervous sweating yeah. Right yeah. yeah. We slid off in the water, and it was just like, I just looked down, and. There were probably 50? 50 <gasps> minimum. 50 sharks. There were, it was, what were they? They were. There were some Makos out there. There were. And some yeah. sandbars. Yeah. And it was just, it was unreal. And and just to come that close and have that sort of experience, and especially yeah. with someone that was like just as knowledgeable as she is. Yeah. Um, but look, if, if you go to she's Oahu. She's like the Jane Goodall of the ocean. Sharks. I mean, it, yeah. it is, she's incredible. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. So when, when you're, if you go to Oahu, you must, and book it in advance, um, you know, and go on the first trip out. They have they do like three or four a day, mm-hmm. but go out on the first one. You know, early early morning. Um, one ocean diving. Uh, look them up on Instagram, and her name is Ocean Ramsey. That's actually her name is Ocean. Um, aptly named. Aptly yeah. named, and it is it is one of the greatest things I've ever done. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. <laughs> so we started in yeah. Oahu. We went to Maui. Yeah, spent some time in Maui. We love Maui, and then the the. The most interesting thing that, yeah. I, that we did is we went over to Molokai for about five days. Mm-hmm. Molokai is one of the islands that surrounds Maui. So Maui, Maui's like here, and then it's Kualawe, Lanai, and Molokai sort of right off the shore of Maui creates yeah. kind of a bit of a cove. That's why all the whales go to Maui, because it's yeah. protected and the waters are calmer there. So during the winter, yeah. all the whales come from the north, from Alaska. Alaska, and they swim down and they have their babies and, you know, have fun. And when we say whales, I mean, you know, like you just can sit on the shore and it's... There's thousands breach, of whales. breach. Breach. Yeah. It's like it's like free popcorn, willing, but gosh. like all the time. Yeah, it's just it's insane. <laughs> He's like free. Yeah, yeah really free. And they're just, <laughs> just massive. And like yeah. you can be out snorkeling and just like drop your ears below the waterline, and it's like you can hear them communicating. <laughs> yeah, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it, Alan. Yes, but we went to Molokai. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Hold me. Remember that song, Like the River Jordan? That's exactly it, yes. <laughs> Free Willy was like my favorite movie. Was, yeah. That was my first, um, before theater, I was determined that I was going to be a marine biologist and work at SeaWorld. Why? Okay, here's my question. Because... <laughs> we have so many tangents going on right now. So many questions. People Why? listening are like, I can't keep a What? Someone sedate them. Yeah. Why did we grow up thinking that marine biologist was like one of the three core professions? It, because of Free Willy. Because of was Free it? Willy. I think it was Free Willy. It was Free Willy. It was Free Willy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, that's what I want to do. And that was just SeaWorld's heyday, right? Where we thought mm, it was cool true. to put them in a tank. And, um, <laughs> you know, we learn. We it's live and learn. We live and learn. We're better now as yeah. a people, I think. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that it was Free Willy. I mean, in Michael Jackson, that oh, song and the, Jackson, and the music video. And I mean, those of you that have not seen Free Willy, 
Um, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Go Leave see your Free Willy. You will cry. I mean, it is yeah. like it is just a, like a one of the, the greatest, huge, the most huge crush on that boy who played the totally, lead. totally the huge crush. Yeah, that's when I knew. That's when I knew. <laughs> yeah, it's clear to us then. It's like one of the greatest friendship stories ever. So check yeah. out. It's it's like yeah, it's amazing. It's as good as Old Yeller. So yeah. check it out. Mm. Um. But yeah, so we went to we went to Molokai, and you know Molokai is um, there's one hotel. Um, there's six thousand residents that live on Molokai. They're not they're not too into tourism, um, but as long as you no. go there and you know you respect the land and respect the people and their lives, um, and you just go to observe um, and and uh, respect the nature, mm-hmm. um, they're happy to have you. And we found yeah. some lovely people. We went out with um, this uh, this guy that has a boat there. His name's Uncle Walter. He was awesome. If you ever go to Molokai, all you have to do is go into any store and say, hey, can I get Uncle Walter's phone number? And anybody in town will give you his number. Because I think they're all related. I mean, you literally, I mean, everybody's like, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And you just call Uncle Walter and he'll go like, we're going to go out. Okay. So meet me here. You know, meet me on this beach that has bottles on a wall. And you just meet him. He's yeah. sitting in a lawn chair. He's like, okay, let's go. No, 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 no. It's not a lawn chair. It's, uh, oh, it's, it's, it it's was seats the, from a, from a like burned out car. Yeah. It was like he, the like, front ripped seats out. he ripped out. He's just sitting there waiting on you. <laughs> I was like, sounds mm-hmm. safe. It I was know. very safe. Yeah. <laughs> but totally he, he was the, absolutely the most amazing yeah. individual we met on the trip. And yeah. just his love for Molokai mm-hmm. and what they've created there is very special. But we went, went on his boat to the, the north side of Molokai, which is where the sea cliffs right they're the tallest sea cliffs in the world thousands of feet tall like 5,000 feet or something like yeah that. it's just yeah. insane and um but we get out there and he's like I want to fish and we're like okay great and so he's like in the back throwing rods in and our friend Colin he's got Colin like mining the rods <laughs> Uncle Walter's like my back's been hurting so I'm going to take a seat so he sits in the front of the boat right in front he's like you drive and so so I, puts me yeah Alan and I he puts Alan on the wheel and Uncle Walter's just holding his hand in the air when he wants us to go left he just puts his hand to the right <laughs> or to the left it's like you just follow where his hand is and we spent the entire day with him it was it was incredible it was incredible it was the most insane experience too, because again, like oh, like I was saying, the whales were there, and this was the first time that I've, the first trip that I went, I swam with the biggest sea turtle I've ever swam with in my entire life, and it was like a very spiritual experience, and like I was like, oh yeah, you're my spirit animal, um, but to this trip, there was there was a mom, a calf, and then its escort whale, and they were probably. A hundred meters away from the beat from the boat, and they all breached at the all at the time. same time. Stop. And they were they breached for about a minute. I have a video of it, and I can't. We're you can't play it because I cussed the entire time. I'm like, holy, yeah, it's oh. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> it was like the most insane thing. I was like, I was having. I felt like I was Just like having like a spiritual a orgasm spiritual over orgasm. There. Yeah. yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Like as big as a whale, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Would that be a sperm whale? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So we and we finished up our trip in Kauai, which we love Kauai. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing. Yeah. So we'll be back next year. We just For like sure. it's like the thing we have to have every year to get away. I think it's the yep. most yeah. amazing place on the planet. Yeah. I would humbly submit that next time should be a group trip. Yes, we do have a group trip 
we're doing with you in January. We'll yeah, talk about that I momentarily. Yes, yes, you do. Oh, this takes us back to the first season. It does. Because we talked about the Dopey Challenge in our first season. Yeah. We did. We love the Dopey Challenge. So yesterday uh, was registration day for the Walt Disney Marathon, Woo. which is in January. Woo. And Here's the deal. The you know the, the races haven't been the same since COVID, but this is like the first time that the races are are fully back up running, mm-hmm. full registration. Yesterday, uh, it was 10 a.m. was registration, and I'm registering Alan, myself, Colin, Mary Beth, and Steve, all yep. five of us. <laughs> and I had talked everyone into the Dopey Challenge. Um, I was on well earlier than registration time popped on. I was in the waiting room for about two and a half hours because it like puts you in this like waiting queue and everyone's assigned basically a number randomly by the computer. I, I had to wait about two and a half hours. So by the time that registration came open, the Dopey had sold out. Sadness. Sadness. Oh, too that's, bad. That's the 5K, <laughs> too 10K. Bad. My the, Achilles thanks you. <laughs> the Dopey's the five, the 10, the half, and the full marathon. Uh-huh. But luckily, there was still registrations for the marathon. Ooh, so lucky. On oh. Sunday, uh, January 9, Alan, Mary Beth, myself, Colin, and Steve will all be running. I'm going to win it. The Walt Disney Have a good World feeling. Marathon. <laughs> Have a good feeling. Yeah, yeah those, Ken- those Kenyan guys better watch out. Mm. <laughs> I'll have rollerblades on, though. So, um, no, it's going to be good. <laughs> so, we'll all be down there in January and we start yeah. training at the end of this month. So, May 1st, we'll, uh, we'll begin. Boom. The training. I can't believe it. Wish I can't us, believe it. Wish us luck. I'm glad that we're back, guys. Yeah. We have so much to cover this season. I know. Yeah. Alan, I'm going to do a hit list of Rhapsody updates for Ooh. you. Oh, a hit list. Ooh. Yes. I'm going to pop down them and you just give me Great. the, you give me the, the quick and dirty. <laughs> Don't ask me twice. <laughs> <laughs> so Rhapsody, full steam ahead. Yeah. Growing. Yeah, community growth has been incredible. And what's interesting is that uh, COVID was a great um, barometer of what we do really well. That the people that need that wanted to be and needed and wanted to be a part of Rhapsody and be a part of Rhapsody and stay a part of Rhapsody and what we our core values of humble, hungry, happy, and what they want to strive on a daily basis, they are there. The people that necessarily didn't get it or maybe, uh, you know, needed to move on. They did. And it was uh, the best thing that could have happened for the business because we're now at a point where, you know, it was me and you and Stan basically who started the gym. And at that point, we had the bandwidth in order to make the business grow. We now have gotten to a point where I'm starting to bring on people in order to build the team in order to get the business to its full full potential because we're right almost there. But now I've been like, I only have so many, um, I always call them sticks that I can spin a plate on. Yep. And I keep the plate spinning, but I only have so many of those sticks. So I have to delegate and elevate a person to another, another role in order for my business to, to, uh, get to its potential and, and additional locations, et cetera. All of that. All of that. Absolutely. Um, That's so great. It's, yeah, things are I going. I think plates are spinning and they're on fire. That's the difference of post-COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the yeah, fire part now. Right. Um, there are monkeys somehow. I know. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. 
Am I the monkey or <laughs> some days? Some days. Some days. Mean it. Yeah. Especially when you sign me up for a marathon. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> sweat and serve. Sweat and serve. Sweat and serve has been um, a uh, one of those beautiful highlights that have come out of COVID. You know, during I don't know if everybody remembers, but during COVID, it wasn't just the pandemic that was that was a reckoning on our society. It was um, an understanding of how people interact, how um, our past history with the United States um, is coming to fruition and an understanding of in order for us to move forward, we must understand what our past was and to um, accept it and to move through it in a way that's productive so we can elevate our society to a new level. Sweat and serve is one of those things that came out of it. Coming and bringing our community together to, you know, obviously work out and get a sweat on, but then go out into the community to go, to do service projects, to elevate people in the community, to make our community better. Because we are in a downtown location where, yes, you have certain streets where it's affluent. You have other streets that, uh, you know, there's a Title I school on, you know. So it's it's about understanding that we are all in this together and right. that it's not you against me. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and so that was one of those things that I was like, man, I'm so happy that. Our oh. upcoming Sweat and Serve, and we'll post this on our Instagram, so look for it. We're going to, we're doing it with um, the Haley Hill Sanctuary, mm -hmm. oh. which is a really My cool heart dog rescue and they're going to bring all the dogs to the gym for an adoption event. Mm. So we'll let so you know. Instead of having five pit, bull, pit bulls, we're going to have seven. I know. I think it's dogs and guinea pigs maybe. Oh. Yeah. I think she's going to bring like, she was like, I'll bring the, the most adoptable animals. And I was like animals. And she was like, yeah, we have some like guinea pigs. And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I think our producer Lindsay with her boys needs some guinea pigs. Oh my for God. Her that house. would actually do. be yes. pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, so we'll be doing that in late May. So look out for that uh, with Sweat and Serve. Come work out, and then we do a community service project. Yeah. And Haley Hill Sanctuary is great. Yes. There's a few other really great charities we're going to be working with coming up. So yeah. stay on the lookout for that. Yep. Box Building, which was our 10-part series on owning and operating a gym, but also it goes well beyond that and can be instituted for any kind of small business. Absolutely. That whole series ran uh, last at the end of last season of East Season 3. Mm -hmm. So go back and check out those 10 episodes. It starts out with Box Building Mission Control and ends with Box Building Adaptivate, which yep. is our little word we made up. Um, but go check those out because there's a lot of great info from Alan and Mary Beth. You'll put a lot of work into that. So and box building too. We're sort of, I feel like box building right now is we're like testing the system. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we, we had the first couple of years where we were like, yeah, this is, this is our, this is our one to one to 10, you know, things that we, that we focus on. And now we're inside the business, making sure that the system is running at full tilt to where I can be like, nope. This fully works, and I know that it fully works because I am my business is successful. I'm successful. I'm happy. My family's happy. All the above. Yeah, the the, yeah. the, the systems and processes are the engine of your business, and it's mm -hmm. just got to be in top working order. Totally. Yeah. So it's, so we're in test and iteration. Yeah. And then I think to be determined as far as the next phase of box building, but I would really love to expand and touch on more about you know, becoming a founder and leader mm -hmm. and leading your venture in the direction. Yeah. You know, like what, once you get that foundation established and you get through that first, you know, a couple of years or so and you have your feet under you, then what? Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, 100%. And in this new climate. 
right? Yeah. And in this because, you know, we talk of, we talked about it early on when I first uh, opened. This is like the zero to three mark, the three to seven mark, the seven plus mark, like in mm-hmm. business terms. Some of those things have changed and adjusted in the last two years. Well, and, and we've changed. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Box building is great. So Jeffrey Fisher, who oh, is a member at Rhapsody that we Jeffrey. featured many times. If you My want to boy. check out, I know we I did a great him. documentary piece on him at Rhapsody TV. So check out Rhapsody TV on YouTube mm-hmm. and look up The Fishers is the name of that documentary series with yep. him. His book came out yes. that Mary Beth was instrumental in bringing to light. Yes. Um, it's called Never Give Up. Uh, Jeffrey's just to give you, and Jeffrey, we're going to get Jeffrey on this season um, yes. into the the podcast for sure. But Jeffrey's story is that basically he had a stroke mm-hmm. um, and suffered from aphasia to the point to where he had almost could not speak. There was a lot going on, a lot of effects of that. But his journey of using fitness and voice lessons and dance and everything that he did to... to Horseback riding. Horseback riding to get back to relearning, to using his body Mm -hmm. um, and just never giving up of what was possible. I also think what was so special about learning Jeffrey's story and learning more about his experience was just truly understanding the special partnership that he and his wife Alice have. Oh my gosh. And what a force yeah. of nature she was and continues to be yeah. in his recovery and really at this point now living his best life. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that that is another element of this story that I was truly awestruck by. Yeah. Alice is my hero, really. She so. is. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So Jeffrey's book is called Never Give Up. Um, available on Amazon. Available on Amazon. And also you can go to shop.rhapsodyfitness.com and get it there as well. Um, that's our yeah. our gym's uh, storefront. But it's Amazon. Shopify, right? Shop, you know, on a yeah. Shopify store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, you go to Shopify too and search, search us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can search on Shopify yeah. or go to shop.rhapsodyfitness.com for our storefront. Okay. And you can grab us grab it there, Amazon. Um, and Jeffrey will be on later this season. Mm-hmm. Last quick update on Team Rhapsody and competition. Yeah, I think at the last, uh, you know, last season we were just coming down from going to the CrossFit Games. Um, we are now in the season of going into the next stages of the CrossFit Games. So Team Rhapsody here has been, um, we we had a great placing in the Open. We did our quarterfinals, um, and that placed us really high in the, in, in, the, in the ranking. And so now we are waiting to be seeded into one of the semifinals, which was the, the, the second to last step. So if we do make it through semifinals, then we go to the CrossFit Games again. So I'm very excited I, I, and very blessed about being able to, to have the opportunity to uh, make a run at it again. And, I, and I'm excited for the team. I think we've, we've made a few adjustments on the team, um, and I've made a few adjustments coaching-wise um, that has helped uh, everyone both be on the same page and have the same mission, which I think is really important. Yeah. yeah. Yep. If everyone's on the same page, you know, it's, you can accomplish great things. Totally. And um, I, I'm super excited about the team this year, and they're working really hard. I see them in there every day. Yeah. So it's good. Um, so that's the Big Rhapsody update. Yeah. Front and Centers, Mary Best Company is 
we are busy as can be. Yes, we are full steam ahead. So like I touched on before, um, we're having a lot of conversations with existing clients and new clients coming into the fold. That's really just about the, the two year brush up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and, and with that, I'm really encouraging, um, I'm really encouraging business owners to use this opportunity to, to kind of get back to their roots. I know we talked about this with Rhapsody of just, you know, it's been a while since you've, you've explored those things that you, that made your business what it was at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, especially considering that we haven't had as much community connection, we haven't had as much social mm-hmm. opportunity in the last couple of years, it's a good time to, to kind of take a step back and say, yeah. you know, do I need to reintroduce myself? Um, do I need to kind of get back to basics? Yeah. And, and you know, as I'm doing this revamp and refresh, are there some things that, you know, need to, to get dusted off while I'm at it? So that is feeling really good. Um, I'm also uh, in the process of forming a digital agency with Landy Design Company and the social language. Um, So we've been collaborating and partnering on projects for the last year. Um, and they're incredibly talented and phenomenal. And now we're just making it officially official. So Great. that's something that's we are fantastic. slated to launch this summer. So be on the lookout for that. We're calling it the cohort. Nice. Yeah. That's so it's the, the experience, you know, and love just with a little bit more heft behind it. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. So if you're, if you know, if you're a small business owner out there, either starting your business or want to give your business a refresh, please reach out to Mary Beth. How can they get to you? Uh, so you can find us at frontandcenterllc.com. That's probably the easiest way to get a sense of what we're about and get in touch with us. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram at frontandcenter.mktgmarketing. Yeah. And if you're a gym owner out there and looking to get more access into our box building series and perhaps some one-on-ones with Alan, you've been doing that with some gyms. It's been going really have, well. Yeah. People can reach out to you at Alan at RhapsodyFitness.com. Yeah. Or you can look at, or you can look me up at Instagram at, at Coach Alan Shaw. Perfect. Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. So y'all, we're here. I, I'm going to be here. I, I'm finally after like five or six years, 1776 rehearsals, Woo! the musical Woo! are underway. So I'm going to be in Boston for sort of the, the bulk of May as we get the production opened at American Repertory Theater. It will then open on Broadway in September and then start on the national tour. I can't believe it. In oh, February. So exciting. It's been such a long time what, coming. Five years, you said? Yeah, about five yeah, or six five years, years yeah. now we've yeah. been working on it. Yeah. So, which is actually kind of fast in the theater world, but it's great and it, and it's happening. So I'm going to be in and out of the show, but, but when I'm not here, Alan Mary Beth will be here Holding with down the fort. a lovely <laughs> list of <laughs> guests. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans will play. Yeah, for sure. Um, on the next episode though, we're going to have Kate Henley here. She is with Rhapsody Nutrition. My girl. I um, love her. Kate, love me some yeah. Kate. Kate came on with us during COVID and she is amazing, inspiring, and will really help everyone get ready for the summer and the things you need to like be aware of for nutrition mm-hmm. and, and how to crush those goals with her. And she's a great and a, and a great interview. So yeah, for sure. She'll be with us. Can't wait. Y'all. It's so great to have you back. I know. It's so good to be, it's back. Good to be back in the room. Oh, it does feel good. So we'll be back and all of you out there listening to us. Thank you for tuning back in. Uh, just make sure you uh, follow or subscribe us and give us that five star review. It really helps us grow the show. If you have any 
topics, feedback ideas, or guest ideas, make sure to reach out to us at info at RhapsodyRadio.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Rhapsody Radio Show. Mary Beth, Alan, I love you. I love you guys too. And I will see you next time. Yes, you will. Bye.